have to cut out some stuff. Um, so, we get to the next chapter where, like, literally, that's 99% of my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Robert is coming to King's Landing. Mm-hmm. No, Robert is leaving <laughs> King's Landing to come to Winterfell. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> then, like, two minutes of laughter. <laughs> so interesting um totally adds to the atmosphere (laughs) so robert (laughs) is coming to winterfell (laughs) not king's landing if i cut that out this is gonna be so stupid (laughs) so i'm so loud in the student center (laughs) they got quiet all of a sudden everyone can hear my annoying conversation um (laughs) yeah we're doing this in public um (laughs) So, the quote is, <laughs> he sees Robert for the first time, and what I was trying to get to was, yet the huge man at the <clears> head <throat> of the column, flanked by two knights in the snow-white cloaks of the king's guard, seemed almost a stranger to Ned. I think I underlined this in the book. Um, <laughs> but it's really interesting because it shows his, like, Robert's immovab- immovability. I Good. wrote words bigger than I can pronounce. Um... <laughs> So I think it's really interesting because he's like a completely different person. Yeah. Ned doesn't recognize him, so it kind of foreshadows the fact that there's really no hope that Ned can change him and like fix him. But mm. Ned ends up trying to do the entire um, uh, book, and he's really ruined from being a king. Um, so now here I have my entire analytical Robert discussion that we're supposed to have. It looks intense, bro. <laughs> there's a lot of question marks. <laughs> it's like an essay question. <laughs> um... So I think we should discuss Robert, like, before and after, and, like, the picture that they, um, like, paint of him, and how, um, he's mm-hmm. supposed to be, like, this really rugged, like, awesome warrior. He was uh, hot, basically. He's, yeah, he's basically, like, a giant, muscle-friendly, um, and he's supposed to be really hot, and, like, the awesomest warrior. I mean, but my question is, was he ever a good person? Or did Ned just like him because they were, like, brothers? Because they never really describe, like, Robert's good acts. They describe him no. as being, like, a great warrior, and, like, that's his, like, thing. Maybe then, he was an asshole, and people were like, mm, he was a great warrior, though. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. Um, he was a good brother, at least, Yeah, to Ned. to Ned. I think that they loved each other, and he mm-hmm. does still love Ned. Mm-hmm. But I think he is just completely ruled by his, like, what did they write? Like, his appetites. Um, there's a description of Robert, which I want to read, on page 40. Um, oh, God, it's a long description. Ned, like, basically fantasizes about old Robert. Um, Ned write or Ned doesn't write. <laughs> Ned writes this on his scroll and sends mm. it to George R. R. Martin to write down yeah. in his book version. Um, Fifteen years passed when they had ridden forth to win a throne. The Lord of Storms and had been clean-shaven, clear-eyed, and muscled like a mate. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Should I start that quote over? No, I'm just going to continue. Uh, that's how much butter we have. Um, I just finished my chips for the... Yeah, so that was the sound of the back crinkling. Um, he had been clean-shaven, clear-eyed, and this is what you couldn't hear because Mac had crumbled her bag. <laughs> it's the most important part. And muscled like a maiden's fantasy. <laughs> nice, Ned. Nice. <laughs> Six and a half feet tall. Giant. Towered, he towered over lesser men, and when he donned his armor and the great answered helmet of his house, he became a veritable giant. 
He had a giant strength, too. His weapon of choice, a spiked iron war hammer that Ned could scarcely lift. In those days, the smell of leather and blood had clung to him like perfume. And this is my favorite line that George ever writes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now it was perfume that clung to him like perfume. <laughs> Great, George. Great. Um, I wrote perfume line, so I agree that. Um, <laughs> but I think it's really interesting, and um, I think that he, like, uh, like Ned idealized who he was now, like, looking back on it. Yeah. Because I don't think he was ever really that good of a person. And, like, the same way that Robert does end up idealizing Lyanna, which we'll talk about for five hours because it's my favorite topic. Um, <laughs> so I think it's interesting because there's that point where, like, <clears throat> there's that question of who should have been king, um, like Ned or Robert, because they both technically took the throne together. They always claim that Robert had the better claim, because, like, I think really deep down you can trace, like, some like, Baratheon blood in the Targaryen bloodline. But it's not, like, a real claim. I'm pretty sure um, Ned wanted yeah. nothing with it. Yeah, but, like, Ned, like, the realm would have, would they have been better off with Ned as king? Because, like, he didn't really want it, and he would have done his duty, but it, mm-hmm. would he, like, would he be a good king of, like, the entire realm? Because he's also not very compromising. No, he's not. He he's very stubborn yeah. in his own views. Yeah. So in a way, it might have been worse. Yeah, and he's like completely <clears throat> unfit for that world. Yeah. So I don't know what would have happened to him if he went. So in a way, him. it was good for Robert to take it because yeah, in Robert a way, could have he just ruined. left it in the hands of other people <laughs> who kind of knew what was happening. Yeah. That like slightly knew how to run a realm. It's just like the poster <laughs> child of. And I find it really. I think what, like the idea of Robert as a good king. I think. It's important to note that he's like a good commander because I always talk about like his big voice. So like I think mm-hmm. he would have been a, like he's a great king during wartime. Mm-hmm. Um, but the country's not really. In, I don't know if it's a country. Westeros, the realm, is no longer in a time of war. So there's no. He doesn't have any other good points in being a king. Um, and also he has dark circles under his eyes. Uh, <laughs> I felt it necessary to point that out because <laughs> that's how hard it is to be a king. He's like, it's so goddamn hard being a king. And he's like, I think he says, like, sitting a throne is, like, a thousand times harder than, um, like, when they took it. Oh. Which is interesting. Robert. Greyjoy Rebellion. It's mentioned already, the Greyjoy Rebellion. <gasps> Was it? Yeah. Did you miss that? I think I did. They talked about it. Um, did I even mention pages? No. Um, they, they like, mentioned the Greyjoy Rebellion they talk about Theon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I like, remember. How, yeah, yeah, they're like, we've only both went over there together and did that some shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck some shit up and yeah, took control. Yeah. Because that's, like, those are good times. Oh, Theon was ten. He was old. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. Um, that's right. And I don't mean to sound like... I just realized that came out like, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but meanwhile, I was like, yeah. I was, I was encouraging. Okay. I was not being condescending. <laughs> just so you know, Brenda. I'm not mean. Um, everyone, if I do post this publicly, you're going to be like, who the hell's Brenda? Why are you only talking to her? <laughs> She yeah. imagine like is she even real? Brenda <laughs> real? Brenda is the name for all of our audience. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, it's the Islander, Islanders, and Theon mm-hmm. is mentioned as a ho- uh, hostage and a ward, and yeah. So as Monica said, he was ten. He was ten. So he was quite old. So he <clears> knew <throat> what life was like there, and he lived with his family for quite a long time. So to be taken away, well, his family. Really sad. What I know is horrible. Sounds yeah. horrible. So well. They're harsh, but they all are, and, like, it's kind of, like, the way of living. They're kind of really awesome, but they're terrible. Like, they're bad, but they're awesome. <laughs> they're, like, Vikings, kind of. Like, uh-huh. that, like, same harsh, like, oh, okay. toughness. Um, and they've just got their own ways of living. But I think it's really interesting because he, like, <clears throat> built up his own, like, because 
he has like kind of fond memories of the people and like yeah his uncle I think um so I find it interesting that like he has such vivid memories of living with his family to be <coughs> taken away from him and like that's kind of where most of some of his like pent up resentment and that's like he's a shit. confusion comes from I'm sure yeah that we see later on that helps put some of his um dumb decisions later on into context um, yeah, and how they don't really show any of that on the show. I didn't even know who Theon was on the show. I was like, who's this other child? Mm-hmm. That's not Stark. <laughs> uh, which is interesting. Also, they like how they showed how um, <laughs> Ned, like, knelt down and, like, kissed Cersei's hand, and then Robert's, like, cat and hugged her. It's okay. <laughs> He's like, it's been so long. No, it's like, I don't want to hug Cersei. I'm just going to be, like, really. I'm just going to kiss her, her hand. She's like, you better kiss my hand. I deserve it. Um, <laughs> how, so. would, how would it have been like Cersei and Kat? They no, I feel like they don't even uh, like, interact. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> or they don't mention, he doesn't mention that they interacted. Because the second they come, <clears throat> Robert goes, okay, Ned, time to go down to the crypts. Um, <laughs> and Cersei is like, uh, no. No, we just got here. We literally just got here two seconds ago. And I found the dynamic really interesting because Jamie is technically a Kingsguard to Robert. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously we know that Jamie and Cersei are lovers and siblings. <laughs> Just had to reiterate that. Um, and so Robert like gives Jamie like one look and he like holds her back. So I found that interesting and weird. And a cool dynamic to note. But um, did they ever mention on the show? I think they did. I think it was in that first um, season when she's talking to Ned. In the like after he's like leave King's Landing with your children now, because he was dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but she talks about their wedding night. I think when she said that uh, Robert and her on their wedding night were having some sex, and he called out Lana's name. Oh. Yeah. Th- that rings. A yeah, bell, I think it was kinda. mentioned, but it was a long time ago. Before you. Uh, yeah. yeah. We'll find out when we rewatch season one, uh, and they mentioned this book anyway. Um, but I think that also like dictates their entire marriage. And why she's, like, so offended that, like, literally the second they get there, like, all his mind is on is Lyanna. God, Robert, so obsessed. Um, and then my favorite foreshadowing. <laughs> they went, okay, this is about Robert and Ned. They went down to the crypts together. <gasps> you know why? Because they both die in this book, and it's because of each other's reason. Like, each, like, Ned dies because of Robert. And Robert dies because of Ned. Oh, dun, dun, dun. <sighs> Yeah, so that's some foreshadowing. I don't know if it was actually meant to be foreshadowing or if George, uh, George, George was just writing, they're going down to the crypts. But <laughs> and then he noticed, like, oh, how smart I am. <laughs> he must be like, people read way too much into this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool. Not um, like us, though. Yeah, no, 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 no I don't, I, I didn't write this down with giant capital foreshadowing letters. <laughs> um, and then we get stuff, did you like the stuff about the North? <clears throat> that we got, like, just interesting, like, how giant it was. Oh, yeah. He's like, it's, like, three times or something times the size I of the, my entire, the rest of the realm. <laughs> North is huge. It's so big. And then I think it was cool that Ned was, like, um, like, how different the people were. And Ned was, like, kings are a rare sight in, over here. And it's funny, because they didn't used to be. But also just, there's, like, just such a difference. And, like, it, George created a really good stark difference between... Uh, <laughs> made the pun. Stark difference between, uh, <laughs> like, the Northerners and uh, the Starks and mm-hmm. everyone else. Um, and then... <laughs> Starks endure, we always have. My favorite line that's underlined in Macca's copy of the book that I uh, gave her. Um, 
there's like so much meaning in there, I'm sure, and it probably must have foreshadowed stuff. And I mean, I guess it means that like it foreshadows that they're about to go through so much shit, and some of them will survive, some of them won't. Um, but like beyond that, I don't know if there's like much to pick at. No, not for now. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Kingston North Forty Three. Yeah, there's a page chapter. Also, okay, so they're going back to the crypt to, like, visit Lyanna's bones, whom he loves so much. Meanwhile, he's talking about, like, women, that he's like, oh, yeah, like, I want to fuck everyone. And, like, when he was like, yeah, these women in, like, the summer where they're, like, see-through uh, dresses. And I'm like, Robert... Robert is very, is a vulgar and crass person, yeah, so I don't think like, he realizes what he's doing. And, like, I, I really don't think, because he always talks about how much he loved Lyanna and, like, how horrible, like, he should have married her and stuff like that. But I don't think he would have ever been faithful to her. <laughs> and I think, I really doubt Lyanna would have loved him I don't him think back. there was any reciprocation to this. I think all of it was him projecting, yeah. to be honest. With, and Ned might have been aware. Yeah, because Ned always, like, goes, like, like, he, like, is always pretty awkward whenever mm-hmm. they mention Lyanna, and he always, yeah. like, says stuff like he didn't really... Yeah, like, he's very reluctant to go down with uh, yeah. Rob, yeah. Robert. So what is my... Oh, I think I underlined this. Um, in your book, probably. The first at Lords of Winterfell had been man hard as the land they ruled in centuries before the dragon lords came over the sea. They had sworn allegiance to no man, styling themselves kings in the north. Did I not? No. Oh, wow. You uh, underlined other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Such as those pleasures were taking a toll on the king. Well, about I guess Robert. we kind of talked yeah. about that. We, we, so we, my underlines do make sense. Yeah, in context. Yeah, basically, to give everyone context to what we're talking about, I gave Maka my edition of Game of Thrones, and I underlined stuff because that was meant to be my analytical copy, and I didn't write any notes about why I underlined anything, so she's just reading a, <laughs> and a random sentence will get underlined, and she's like, what the hell does this mean? Why is it important? There was nothing Ned could say to that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I wrote that. Um, anyway. Um... Did you like the part when he's like, yeah, there's tombs waiting for my children? That's very, <laughs> um, what's the word? Dark? It's so creepy. <laughs> like, guys, your tombs are ready for you down there, just in case, whenever you die. That'd be terrible, like, if I'm living someplace and, like, my crypt is I already ready. I don't want ready. to know, like, where I'm going to be buried. <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, uh, I wrote some stuff about Info and Brendan, but we kind of already discussed that. Also, let's talk about Lyanna now. My favorite topic to talk about ever. Um, well, besides Dorn. Yeah. Um, uh, she was 16 years old, which is young, but yeah. not super young. It's like yeah. the normal age where you get married and yeah. have boy interest. I mean, people lived far shorter lives then, yeah. so you so have to get like, stuff going yeah. quick. And Santa's like, well, let's. <clears throat> Marjorie's like 16, I think, and she gets married. So Santa's. Santa's like 12, 12 or 11? 12. No, yeah. she's 11 now. She's 11. She turns 12. Turns 12. Yeah, okay. So, 16. So, she's older than Santa, so she can actually marry, um, which is why she's betrothed to Ro- uh, Robert, and I'm guessing that they're going to be soon. Um, but, like, okay, so they're looking at this, like, statue version of her, <laughs> and Robert goes, she was more beautiful than that. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? It's like a statue of her. It's not like, like, he just... So, Robert like, was that, I'm like, she's, like, the most beautiful, <clears throat> amazing thing ever, without ever considering, like, her as a person. <laughs> maybe, like, in all those years, maybe he just idealized her in his mind. So much. And then he was like, no, wait, that's not, that's not how I pictured her. <laughs> she was way more beautiful than that, which is interesting, because everyone kind of calls Arya ugly a lot, and Ned says mm-hmm. that she looks a lot like Lyanna. <laughs> 
But everyone says Lyanna's really hot, so I don't know. No, it's no. like a weird thing. Maybe Arya's supposed to grow into that. Grow into look. it. Maybe it's like one of those kids that. Yeah. Are, yeah. They're like not great looking. Mm-hmm. They're not that cute. And then yeah, puberty. They get older and they're like, wow, wow. Also, she's supposed to be really awesome, so I think like that personality played into her being mm-hmm. hot. Um, <laughs> so, let's talk about this theory. Okay, Brenda. We're just going to tell you this theory. Um, it's never <coughs> confirmed in any of the books, so I'm technically not spoiling anything for you. But you should read all the books with this theory confirmed in your head as canon. Um, <laughs> because that's what I do, and I make them better. Um, and it's not a far reach. It's most definitely probably what happened. Um, so, John's parents. Oh, okay, you're going to do that. <laughs> John's parents are um, Rhaegar, Targaryen, and Lyanna Stark. They were totally in love. They weren't, he didn't rape her and kidnap her or anything. And um, she died probably in childbirth and told Ned to promise mm. to take care of John. Um, oh, also, important to note, when I made sense of this timeline, Rhaegar was already dead by the time um, uh, Ned okay. went to Tower of Joy. So Lyanna knows yeah. that he has no, like, the child has no father, like, Rhaegar's dead. Yeah. So, like, her only hope is that Ned will take care of this child and protect him because she knows that the Targaryen lines will be wiped out because they didn't win the war. Okay. So, yeah, I found that really interesting. Um, and we get the first Promise Me Ned. Let's find that page because it's the line that doesn't go away ever. Um, but it's my favorite thing. Um, I was with her when she died, Ned reminded the king. She wanted to come home to rest beside Brandon and her father. Oh, that was also because Robert was being a piss baby and thinks he knows Lana better than her own brother. Wait, my mom is calling. Can no. we take a break? No. Yeah. Hold on, I'm pausing Brenda. I can pause my recording. Hola, ma. Sorry about that. We're back. <laughs> That was a note to myself. I knew Brenda. That might have come out louder than everything else on the show. Um, <laughs> what was that to? Uh, oh. I was with her when she died. Ned said, oh, reminded the king, because Robert is being a piss baby and thinks he knows Diana better than her own brother. He's like, she used to be buried in the sun. <laughs> what? <laughs> Look how creepy this night is for Robert. She should be on a hill somewhere under a fruit tree with the sun and clouds above her and the rain to wash her clean. What? <laughs> He's so dumb. Now we know where Joffrey gets his creepiness from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, wait, no. No, no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. You're falling into the trap. Damn it. You have to be smarter than that. Don't wait eight million chapters to understand what was going on. <laughs> um... Uh, he could hear her still at times. Promise me, she had cried in a room that smelled of blood and roses. Promise me, Ned. Um, it's a name for a band. Blood and roses. Blood and roses. I found it really interesting, because, like, there's, like, that weird notion that Rhaegar, like, raped her and took her there. Mm-hmm. So, like, one, he was gone for quite a while. So, where'd that blood come from? She wouldn't have been bleeding out for that long, so he couldn't have done anything to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and two... Roses. Typically, if you want to kidnap someone, you're not trying to make the place all pretty for them. <laughs> so, so um, that already pokes holes in Robert's dumb rape her theory. And um, then the fever had taken her strength, and her voice had been faint as a whisper. But when he gave her his word, the fear had gone out of his sister's eyes. So, I think um, also she died of a fever. Yeah. So typically, that means like, like that. I think that's associated a lot with like childbirth death um or at least i feel like it's been described that way before so it definitely fits so it fits so my theory basically what i'm saying is not it's not really my theory everyone else came up with this first um but it's confirmed it's there's no question 
Imagine um, it turns out to be this other thing. And oh my god, I'll be so angry. I'll be George rewrite the books, please. <laughs> so uh, Ned remembered the way she had smiled then. How her tightly her fingers had clutched his as she gave up her hold on life, the rose petals spilling from her palm, dead and black. I find that also very interesting because she was clutching the roses that were there. So clearly they had sentimental value for her. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure Rhaegar set up whatever the hell was in that room. <laughs> A.K.A. she loved Rhaegar. Yeah. Um, and Robert totally jumped on the bandwagon that yeah, he raised he, her. Yeah. And Rhaegar, he's like, oh, she loves me so much. She wouldn't have ever done it. What? Robert, <laughs> shut up. And I like how Robert's like, she loves flowers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Robert talks a lot about Leanna, but he never knows. He never talks like, about, like, her. her. He talks about how, how, how like, he Yeah, how he her. loves her and how beautiful she was. But, like, no actual substance to anything he's ever saying. Yeah. Um, also, Howlin' Reed was there. Um, uh, you should know, uh, Brenda, that Howlin' Reed knows the truth is in <laughs> bold and capitalized. And it's because it's... everyone's question is, like, how the hell will John ever find out about his parentage and Ned's dead? Uh, everyone else who was in that thing basically was dead. Tower of Joy. Everyone else was, like, murdered. Um, so, the only person who else was there who was not murdered and is supposed to be really awesome and one of Ned's besties is Howlin' Howlin Reed, who who's was, supposed to be awesome. Who, who is he? You know him. You remember his parent, who he's parent of? Mira. Mira and Jojen. <laughs> I'm it to her right now. I'm just going to tell you. It's Mira and Jojen Reed, a.k.a. Bran's boyfriend in the show oh, and his sister. them. Okay, you told me. I remember yeah, this I told you this, like, an, like, two hours ago now in class. Um... <laughs> But yeah, Helen Reed's there, and he knows about John's parents, so maybe that's how oh, we'll he's find alive? out. I yeah. thought he died. No. Oh, okay. He's still alive. There's this really interesting theory that I don't think holds any weight that the uh, high that the high sparrow is actually Helen Reed in disguise. <laughs> it's part of this giant trial conspiracy <laughs> theory. I don't know if any of it's actually true, and where the actual facts from that come from. But <laughs> that would explain the weird old man. Yeah, they're like that. That must be Helen Reed. That's weird. Everyone just wants to see Helen Reed. Um, also, I find it really interesting the way he, you know, George writes Ned's reactions to Robert's, like, Targaryen hatred. Because mm-hmm. he's always very, like, passive about it and doesn't really, like, comment on it. So, like, he goes, like, yeah, I wish, like, I could have killed Rhaegar, like, a thousand more times. Because <laughs> he's crazy. He's, like, a little bit batshit. And um, Ned's like, oh, you killed him already. Like, Ned's very, like, like passive. Like, he doesn't want to... He doesn't ever jump on that bandwagon, and I think it's because he knows the truth. Yeah, I, I feel like Robert's just like a raving lunatic, lunatic. and Ned's like. Shh. Yeah, it's like interesting because I wrote like okay. um, Ned's hatred for the Lannisters versus Robert's Targaryen. hatred for Targaryens. Yeah. Because um, Ned hates the Lannisters, mm-hmm. but like he still looks at them as people. He doesn't like because like later he gives Cersei the chance to like flee instead of because mm-hmm. he knows Robert will kill her children, <laughs> and like whereas Robert is, like, almost racist in his hatred for the Targaryens, where he literally wanted to wipe out the entire bloodline for, like, the <laughs> bad things that two of them did. So Ned's like, yeah, the Lannisters are bad, but, you know, and Robert's like, total genocide. <laughs> like, what the hell's wrong with him? Um, also, interesting, we get note that Lysa fled to the Eyrie, um, and they wanted to foster Robert, mini Robert, not this Robert, <laughs> they wanted okay. to foster King Robert. <laughs> no, um, well, sweet Robin, Robert, with Tywin Lannister. Oh my god, am I poor Robert? He would have become such a different person then. I feel like that, I mean, Tywin's a shit. And I don't think he would have been, um, 
sympathetic to any of his medical issues, but I think that in terms of his personality, it would have helped him to... I mean, I don't think any child should have been raised by Tywin because he just shit shouldn't use a child. And he doesn't. He's not a good parent. But I think it would have been better than, him than being with Lysa in her Lysa mad state because she... Yeah. Maybe she was a good mother earlier on, but no. she turned crazy. <laughs> um, and we get Robert's, like, pure sexism when he's like, leave him to a woman, because Ned's like, why don't you just let her raise him? And, like, yeah. he's, like, just give him the title. Like, he's not... There's no war right now. Why does he have to be a good king at the yeah. moment? Or, like, a good lord? Yeah. Um, but it's, it's Robert's dumb. And there's more to that later about, like, who he's naming Warden of the East. Um... Also, it's interesting how everybody else who named their children after Robert ends up, like, a terrible fate. (laughs) Yeah, they were dumb. (laughs) They didn't notice. Um, Also, oh, wait. Don't look. What? Nothing. Did you read that? No. Okay, good. I was reading. (laughs) No spoiler. You highlighted it. Okay, can you look that way for two seconds so I can just erase that one sentence? (laughs) I spoiled who killed John Aaron, and you don't remember, so I'm not going to put it in there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was, like, reading, I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> I should erase that. Um, uh, so, page 46, there's a nice dismissal of the wall. I don't know why it was important enough that we should have read the exact quote. It's not. Um, but basically, we just get the uh, idea that Robert doesn't really care. Okay. Um, uh, we already... Robert dis- Aaron? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the... Yeah. <laughs> Didn't tell us yet. <laughs> it's a lot of people to keep track. And uh, never, never want to. Oh, and then we get the notion that Joff will, uh, Joff, Joffrey, Joff, Joff. will uh, be betrothed to Sansa. So, Poor so, Sansa. Sansa's dumb. <laughs> it's before we right get any notion of how like truly horrible Joffrey is. We don't really know yet. We just get like his swarmy lips right now, <laughs> and how like he looks a little bit smug. But we don't get how absolutely terrible he is. <clears throat> but we will. Okay, on to John one after like five hours. Yeah. At our podcast, our mess, our uh, audio post is as long as Robert's feast. <laughs> so John goes, it's like the fourth hour of the feast. So basically, I wrote that's a, a long ass feast. feast, Robert. Goddamn, <laughs> why are you why are you doing it for so long? Um, so I think it's really interesting because John John notices stuff as his direwolf did before everyone else. Um, so he can see through like Cersei's smile, etc., and um, how that relates to like that quote about ghost. Um, and also, like, about Robert, how he, like, how much he's changed. How he sees Robert now, he's, like, this fat, horrible king. Um, so I think it's kind of nice to see it through John's eyes, because he's, like, this, my dad built this dude up so much to be, like, this awesome king. And he's, like, this horrible, fat, like, uh, drunk king who doesn't do anything. Um, and there's also, like, this weird, like, interesting rivalry between the children, also that's kind of reflecting the odd, uh, feelings that Ned has towards the Lannisters anyway, uh, because... The kids are, like, being all, all weird. Well, Joffrey is. I, I'm sure he instigated all of that. Yeah. Um, and John's a little bit bitter right now, and he's describing anything anyway, because he's not allowed to sit at the table at the feast where um, everyone else is. Like, I'm pretty sure Ned would have been, like, sit here, but Caitlin would have been, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, cat. So bad. Um, and then there's, I think they mentioned him once before, but like uh, we get mentioned also again of Jamie as the Kingslayer. Um, but they also say that like that he would have, like they call him um, like uh, Lion, 
or a Lannister to his face or something, and then Kingslayer behind his back, which I find really interesting, because I always forget that it's, like, a slur, basically, to call him that, and how horrible it is. Because Kingslayer sounds kind of cool. I'm like, I want that name. Yeah. I'm like, he killed the worst king, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, he was, like, sworn to protect that dude. That was bad. Yikes. (laughs) Um... And then Jamie is what a king should look like, according to um, John, which I found interesting because Ned found him sitting on the chair, and Ned is super angry about that. Like, that's what 99% of Ned's hatred comes from. Um, I feel like Ned saw that, and then just, like, bitched to everybody. He's like, and he was sitting on the chair. Can you believe that? And then I like, yeah, I feel like he's been, like, later in another chapter that we're not talking about today, so it's great that I'm bringing it up. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Ned's talking to Robert. He finally tells Robert about, like, how he's like, Okay, I built this up. I'm finally gonna tell him. He's gonna be so angry. I didn't want to like create tension because he's marrying Lester, but I'm just gonna tell him. And Robert goes, so. so. <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. That is very dramatic. So dramatic. <laughs> Except not when it comes to seeing so, signs. Yeah, he's dramatic for the wrong thing. Yeah, he's naive. <laughs> and then we got a Tyrion description, which is cool, and how he's supposed to be so ugly. But okay, okay. <laughs> so there's a theory. <laughs> That Tyrion is a Targaryen, Targaryen. a secret Targaryen. (laughs) Everyone's a secret Targaryen in all these fan (laughs) theories. But there's this this, um, quote of his description that could barely but possibly relate to this. Um, (laughs) Reading for... um, Oh, so one green eye and one black one peered out from under a lank fall of hair so blonde it seemed white. (gasps) (gasps) I mean, there is, like, some substance to that theory in the sense that, like, there's some weird stuff going on with um, Eris being creepy towards Joanna, their mom. So, there are theories. I mean, that will make sense because of the whole... And why Tywin's so against... I mean, he's against him because of, like, the Joanna died end because he's a dwarf, but it would add more fuel to the fire. Um, So, yeah. That makes sense. That's a theory also. Um, (laughs) I just see my, like capital stuff that yeah. <laughs> is coming up. Um, okay, so uh, there, Benjamin Stark. It was so important. He gives John a little hair ruffle. Wait, wait, we forgot. Oh, so, oh, how could I forget that? Damn it. The Theon douche count number four. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Okay, oh. let's find it so you can read it out loud. The last of the high lords to enter were his uncle Benjamin Stark of the Night's Watch and his father's ward, young Theon Greyjoy. Benjamin gave John a warm smile as he went by. Theon ignored him utterly, but there was nothing new in that. <laughs> Theon. <laughs> douche poor. Doesn't give a fuck. Such a douche. So, um, that was an important point. I can't believe I skipped that. I think I was just so entranced by the capitals. And the next point that is so important. <laughs> She's laughing at my point because it's so important. <laughs> so basically... <laughs> Benjen comes over and he ruffles John's hair. <laughs> and John does that to Ghost. And we also see later on that he does it to Arya. <laughs> like the so, hair ruffle is like a sign of affection. Yeah, it means love. <laughs> it's super important that I mention that. Right. Okay, so here's my ghost theory about also that backs up my John is a Targaryen theory. 53. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
He's not like the others, John said. He never makes a sound. That's why I named him Ghost. That and because he's white. The others are all dark, gray, or black. Which is interesting because the Starks are always described as dark and broody and like gray. And the Targaryens are all white, white silver-haired people. people. Okay. That makes so, sense. I was like, wow. I thought of that. I never even read about that online. That was my own theory. <laughs> I'm super proud of it. I don't know if it has any weight, but <laughs> it's a theory that I made up. I love how your eye twitched for a second. <laughs> like, it's a theory that I created. <laughs> I want to be number one ruler of this fandom. <laughs> um, uh, he also, again, mentions, I'm basically nam- uh, hammering you on the head with this thing, that mm. he notices things. Yeah, There's a quote yeah. about it again. He's like, a bastard notices things, also because bastards are so separated from everyone else, especially in Winterfell, because Kat hates him. Yeah, they're free to take a step back and take everything in how they are. Yeah, whereas everyone else is like, I have to learn to be a lady and a lord. Yeah, he doesn't have so many responsibilities. Yeah, Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. Yes. Good job, Micah. Yeah, I did it. So, um, oh, so we finally got John's decision of going to the wall. When I first read this, I thought he only made this decision because he was drunk. But then he does yeah. say that he had thought about this quite a lot. And yeah. I think it's cool because, um, like, the wall ends up being a place for people who are, like, hold, like, are technically lords, but, like, will never <laughs> hold any land. So, like, a lot of, like, third sons or et cetera. And that sucks. John, yeah. <laughs> you have to go to the wall, where it's really cold, with a bunch of sweaty, rapey well, guys. They're like, anyone can be someone at the wall, I guess. So I guess that's yes. like a, supposed to be the plus about it. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then, so, okay, so Benjamin, like, says this thing, and calls him, like, son, and John gets really sad, upset about it. He goes, like, when you father your own bastards, a few of your own bastards, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And John's like, I would never no father bastards. bastards. Um, and then he runs out, and he's like, I'm not your son, and he runs out crying. <laughs> <laughs> that um, sounds way more emo than it. <laughs> it is emo. John's pretty emo, but he's great. He's pretty emo. So then, we get the best thing ever. <laughs> Tyrion Lannister's entrance. I wrote Tyrion fucking Lannister the gymnast, Jeez. because that's what he is. His entrance is the best thing ever. He does, like, a double backflip off of, like, this high door thing. <laughs> It's awesome. <laughs> I wish it was in the show. <laughs> it should have just made Peter Dinklage do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, isn't that cooler than when he, like, sleeps around with people? Yeah. <laughs> so I thought uh, we get the first hint at how awesome Tyrion and Don's relationship is and how they're connecting with outsiders, but I also found it really interesting that there's um, an internalized bigotry of hate slash what you are um, because uh, John like, hates the idea of bastards and, like, will mm-hmm. never father his own bastards. Like, he's so... got this weird complex about it. And Tyrion does end up having that complex about dwarves yeah. that we see later on, especially in book five when he becomes <clears throat> a little bit depressing. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I found that really interesting and cool and how complex George's characters are. And then we get Ghost being all sketchy around Tyrion. At first, I was very confused by this because I was like, uh, they're supposed to be, like, a good judge of character, and mm-hmm. we know Tyrion's a good person, so why are they all... All the direwolves are, like, pretty... Freaked out by him. Yeah, I thought. But then I thought maybe because basically I googled this and I was like, why? 
<laughs> and some people are like, oh, maybe it's because they're, like, reacting or mirroring, like, the kids' emotions because they're so intertwined with them. And then I thought, yeah, maybe it's, like, a hint because they all, all are all wargs with the direwolves. So, like, hint at that, like, deeper connection where they're, like, so in tune to their mind. Oh, I just thought that he was creeped out because this person just did, like, a <laughs> back foot. Maybe that's what it was. He's like, oh, shit, I've never seen someone do that before. That must be It was, like, night and it was dark. <laughs> he was like, what is that? Is that a ball flying out of the sky? Is that a meteor? Do they see, like, in black and white? <laughs> <laughs> that's the best theory. I think that's the overall theory. Okay, so Tyrion drops some epic truth bombs that we have to read out loud because there's awesome quotes. Um, also, my favorite thing, because he's funny, um, he goes, Emma, uh, your mother, your John says, you are your mother's true-born son of Lannister. And he goes, am I the dwarf of Plaid Sardonic to tell my lord father? My mother died birthing me, and he's never been sure. And then John goes, I don't even know who my mother was. <laughs> and Tyrion goes, some woman, no doubt. <laughs> Most of them are. <laughs> I'm like, great, Tyrion. <laughs> be a sarcastic asshole. It's great. I love it. And he goes, remember this boy? All dwarfs may be bastards, yet not all bastards need be dwarfs. So cool. And then we get the most awesome quote ever. I say this about, like, five quotes already, but it's fine. <laughs> when he opened the door, the light from within threw his shadow clear across the yard, and for just a moment, Tyrion Lannister stood tall as a king. Ah. <gasps> like, foreshadowing. Do I need to... Point out the obvious foreshadowing <coughs> in that. <laughs> you should play like, edit this and put some like epic music in the background. Anytime there's foreshadowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we read quotes. <laughs> oh no! You should put the uh, Law and Order. Tin tin. <laughs> yes. Okay. On to. Cat two. Oh, oh cool <laughs> info. About I was born, uh, I was very uh, mesmerized by Chloe. by this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool info about Winterfell Hot Springs. <laughs> so Sounds like a Winterfell <laughs> resort. Okay. Winterfell Hot Springs, vacation spot of the month. Um, so <laughs> Winterfell's built on some hot springs. It's cool. It's really warm in there, which is awesome because I first thought I would never live there because it seems so cold. Everything's but, made out of stone. It's yeah. drafty. But no, no it's, it's apparently so warm. And I, <laughs> so we go from super hot hot springs to super hot sexy time where George <laughs> subtly goes, and then he rolled off of me or whatever <laughs> and, like, got up. <laughs> and so basically Kat and Ned had a little bit of sexy time. Yeah. Um, and Ned goes, Ned's too hot. So he goes directly over to all of the windows and opens them and just stands in front of them <laughs> brood. <laughs> I'm like, Ned, people can see you. <laughs> hey, man, everybody has stories of how, like, Ned has flashed. <laughs> it's like Dory Castle. It's like, yeah. I mean, I was just walking to, like, uh, go to the armory, and I looked up, and I just see Ned standing there. <laughs> and then, or, like, um, Santa's friend Jane Poole's like, so, uh, Santa. <laughs> the other day, um, I was walking by the main castle and I was looking up and just looking at the sky and then I saw someone in the window <laughs> just standing right there and it was your dad and um, he was naked. <laughs> Very much naked. He didn't really care. <laughs> he just stand there. It's weird. <laughs> He's kind of hot. Megan Kate was just like, Ned, can you not? <laughs> come, away, come away from the window, Ned, please. <laughs> and, but he doesn't get it. <laughs> He's like, Why? <laughs> With, like, his hands on his hips. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... 
Uh, we get... I don't know what this was in relation to. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, basically, uh, she's either talking about wanting to... Ned want, uh, Robert wanting him to be Hand of the King. Oh, yeah. And Ned's like, uh, no, I just want to do my duty. And there's nothing really more in this. Robert won't really care. He just wanted to... And I'm like, and Kat's like, uh, no. <laughs> he's your king. He's not just your friend. And he rode all the way here. He expects you to say yes. <laughs> and Kat's really smart. And, like, she sees the facts. And we were talking about this before. And we said we're going to talk about it again. Oh, yeah. How show Kat was like, I think they switched it around. I think she was like, no, don't go. And no. Ned was like, I have to go. Because it was his duty. Yeah, it was his duty. And in the book, she, for, like, basically says, Forces you have him. to go. Which... Yeah. In the end, yes, yeah. it does result in his death. But if he didn't go, what the hell would have happened? But that's the thing, because later on, I don't know, I'm getting ahead a little, but Cersei is talking to Jamie and she's like, damn it. I why expected her to say no. <laughs> and Robert even says, like, I expected you to say no. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, like, I feel like, but, like, how bad does it look if, like, they traveled all the way there and he, like, was well, no to the king. I don't think Robert would have mind, uh, minded as much because... I mean, I think, I think he kind of does, though, because I don't think I mean, he has anyone else to pick. And, like, he doesn't like being surrounded only by Lannisters. And I mean, he doesn't want to rule the kingdom. So he's like, Ned, go do it for me. I think, and also it was a good excuse to go see Lyanna. Yeah. So I think he was just <laughs> to, piggybacking to go, uh, on... <laughs> stroke the statue. Yeah, stroke the statue. So he was piggybacking on the fact that That's he needed true. a right hand. Because Robert... Yeah. Seems pretty chillaxed. I don't think he really cares about who the heck is the hand, as long as he's not surrounded <laughs> by Lannisters. Yeah, but or, I feel like if he <clears throat> did, if Ned said no, mm-hmm. they would have appointed a Lannister. Like Tywin would have just yeah. been in there, or Robert would have picked someone else. I mean, he could have picked his yeah. brother. Yeah, he should have picked his brother, <laughs> but he should have picked Stannis. But I don't think that was on his mind. A Robert and Stannis on good terms. I mean, the Stannis is on his council. Yeah, so Stannis would. <laughs> Robert's done. Um, <laughs> and then I found this quote. So interesting. Robert would never harm me or any of mine. And then this is exactly going along with my favorite theory that John is a Targaryen because that reason why he shields John as his own child is because he knows Robert will never no, harm any of his own children. That's and that's the shield that he protects John with. John, who's a Targaryen, whose bloodline Robert wants to wipe and completely out. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> I think it's cool because Kat is, like, super smart and sensible and strong. Yeah. And um, they kind of don't really do that all the time in the show. Or, like, they don't, like, paint the entire mm-hmm. context of the show in that light. They're like, she's just being a worried woman. When it's not true. She's really smart and, like, thinks about things. Um, do you like this bullet point? Cold. Winter's coming <laughs> Fall of this. It's getting cold. Winter's coming. Winter's coming. Oh, so, okay. So, theme. Big theme. Okay, so they're, lens. <laughs> so, okay, oh, so the, okay, yeah, the lens. Yeah, the lens. They're naked, right? Because they just had sex. And Catelyn's sitting there nude, and she's kind of cold because Ned opened all the freaking windows. <laughs> and it's, like, snowy outside. And they get a knock on the door, and they're like, hey, yo, Mesa Lewin wants to see you. He's got something to talk to you about. And, and they're like, did, Ned's like, did, did you tell him I have my Do Not Disturb sign on? We're having some sex. Because we're naked. <laughs> I was said not to be disturbed tonight because we're supposed to be making some, some babies. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but he said it's urgent. So they're like, fine, 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 let him come in. So 
Ned like goes puts a robe on and Cat doesn't. She's like I'm. He scared. finally shows some modesty. Yeah, he's like I guess for Maester Lewin, <laughs> I'll robe myself. Um, and Catelyn just pulls up like the blankets. It's important. George notes that they are naked during this. Because yeah. <laughs> um, Cat apparently doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So Pisal comes in. He's like, okay, so I got this mysterious box. Um, there was no writer or anything. I think on the show they said there is a writer in the night. Yeah. But. On the, mm-hmm. In the book, he's like, there was no writer. <laughs> they changed that for no reason. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm not going to be a piss baby about that one line. Um, he is like, yeah, I got a box, and there was a lens in it. Super weird. <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay, why do you have to tell us that right now? It's not that important. <laughs> he's like, wait, there's, there must have been more to that. Catelyn's like, yeah, they couldn't have just, like, gave you a lens. <laughs> That's weird. They could have just gave you a present like that. They didn't have to hide it. And then he's like, yeah. So I looked in the secret compartment of the box, and there was a note. (laughs) Sounds like this episode of Spongebob. Oh, my God, you spoiled it again. Yeah. Um, A secret box episode. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So I thought it's cool because the lens is a big theme because it's relating to that notion I keep bringing up of seeing. John notices and sees things more than everyone else does. Theme. Show doesn't have that. Um. <laughs> We're going full English teacher on this thing. Yes. And on page 63, Ned's like, uh, so, oh, basically, okay, I guess we should say what the letter said. Yeah. So it's in, Callan gets up and just, she reads it. It's from Lysa Aaron, um, her, sis, her sissy. And it's in this weird secret language that they invented as children, apparently. Bleep blurb. <laughs> that they still remember. And so Catelyn reads it, and she immediately goes to burn it, and it's like, and she's nude. And, and it's like, first she's like, what the hell? Why are you getting up nude? Maester Lewin's here. What's wrong with you, Cat? Maester Lewin's going like. He's like, oh god, I don't want to see this. I'm not supposed to. Am I? Oh my gosh, she's got nuts body still. And Kat's like, it's dumb, Ned. Why are we embarrassed about this? He delivered literally all of my babies. So he's seen he's seen down there he's when it was at things. its worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then she she does put, like, a robe on, I think, eventually. So like, Ned, Ned, stop being hella But she's, she, he's like, what the hell was it about? And she says, like, uh, Lysa said the Lannisters killed uh, John Aaron. And it's like, what the hell? And um, basically she's like, yeah, you got you got to go find out the truth about this shit. What's happening? Um, and also, she's like, and she like guilt trips him because she goes, "You don't want to leave your best friend with those people. <laughs> what if they kill him too?" <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, fine." Um, but he his like uh, uh, hesitance about it is that my father went south and never came home. And um, Catelyn goes, "It's a different time and different king." Um, so what you find interesting, because, I mean, Robert obviously isn't as bad as Eris, because Eris mm-hmm. was literally just burning people for fun. Um, <laughs> and Robert doesn't do that. He just whores around and isn't really great. But yeah. um, Robert's not a good king either and has um, <clears throat> just as much, like, hate and kind of, like, um, malice in him that could be brought to the surface. So it's not that different of oh, a he's just dumb and he's easily manipulated. Same. Both. Yeah. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> um, and look, you should read this quote. There must be a Stark in winter. No, no, you missed a word. Oh, damn it. There must always be a Stark in Winterfell. 
Um, so yeah, that's cool because uh, mm-hmm. we know later on there is no Stark in Winterfell at the current moment. Well, according to the show, there is a dumb Stark in Winterfell. They threw Sansa in there, but it's supposed to just be Jane Poole. Um, so there's no Stark in Winterfell at the moment. <coughs> so with the kids growing up knowing this, um, <laughs> I can't read my next bullet point. Um, <laughs> John, uh, like when John gets offered that position from Sansa to like reinstate him as a Stark. Yeah. It's, like, also kind of that thing of, like, oh, like, I should, like, it's my duty to go be the Stark of Winterfell. It's really cool. Plus, also, he's, like, it's super weird that these people are fighting over, like, my home and neither one of them are Starks. Yeah. So. So, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. So okay. So, um, you want to re- read Put it? Put up brand, never brand. Yeah, so Ned's, like, <laughs> uh, I gotta bring some of the children with me to go north, I mean, to go south. Um, and he's like, so you can keep Rob here because he's got to be a lord. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to take the girls. And she's like, you know what? Okay, I'm fine with that. Fine yeah, with that. just take the yeah, girls. She's like, uh, Sansa would like thrive there. And like Arya needs to like learn how to be a lady. Arya's the shit. Yeah. And, and he's like, so Rickon's too young, so you can keep Rickon. And then she's like, okay, but I could keep Brown, right? And he's like, I'm going to take Brown with me. And she's like, no, <laughs> no, he's my favorite. <laughs> Basically. She 100% favors Brent, and it's so bad on my cat. Don't you love all of your children equally? She's like, no. She's like, you can take all of them. I don't care. Just don't take Brent. Which is ironic, because then later she's like, oh, did I wish that uh, him to stay? And that's why he, like, broke his legs and died. Almost. Almost died. Oh, then we got this information about Ashara Dane. What did you think about that? Who is she? Okay, so Kat hears, like, those rumors about who John's mother was. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Do you need more context on that? I need more context. Okay, so um, Arthur Dane, the Sword of Mourning, was one of Eris's Kingsguard, and, like, one of the, like, fiercest, most awesome Kingsguard member, and he was one of the people who Rhaegar put to guard Lyanna at the Tower of Joy. Um, so basically they kind of killed him at the Tower of Joy mm-hmm. when they went to go rescue Lyanna. And, um, Ned was said to have, like, brought his bones back to his sister, who is a Shara Dane. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, and apparently, they, they like, did fell it. in love. Um, it was dumb. And then, like, Ned took the child, so she, like, killed herself. <laughs> it's really dumb. And Kat's like, oh, that must be it, the mother. But, um, uh, so there's a quote, again, backing up that same theory. Again, we're reading the entire book with the context that, um, <laughs> John is a Targaryen. So, we... Kat's really pissed because she's like, oh, John can't stay here. <laughs> I hate him so much. Take him. <laughs> and he's like, uh, that's not allowed at court. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, like his best friend. Can't he just stay? And she's like, no. <laughs> um, uh, Kat's... There, there's, like, rumors uh, about who <laughs> the mom is. And one day Kat, like, works up the courage to actually ask Ned about Ashara Dane. And, oh, and Ned flips out. And, yeah, Ned's like, what the fuck? Um, that was the only time in all the years that Ned had ever frightened her. Also, by the way, that's not us talking. There's someone on the phone. Um, we're in public. <laughs> um, Very much public. <laughs> so he goes, never ask me about John. He said, cold as ice. He is my blood, and that is all you need to know. So I found it very interesting, the wording of that sentence, because he doesn't go, he is my son. Yeah. He goes, he is my, my blood, blood, which means... Ah, <laughs> he's Lyanna's child. <laughs> See, it's so obvious when you read the book, knowing that. <laughs> um, yeah. 
much is that? Um, basically, we just get how horrible Cat is about uh, all of Cat's attitude about yeah. John. Which is like I all get it. it because it's like uh, none of the other bastards were ever brought home and like called son, so it kind of sucks. But at the same time, he is just a boy, so Cat could tone it down. A yeah, little. she could tone down the, the malice a little bit, a little bit. Especially later on when we get that nice. Mm. Uh, it should have been you lying about dying. She's in there with all the chamber pots and uh. <laughs> with all the poop. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> That's not in this week's reading. Okay, so we're on the last chapter. Wow! Only only took us like two, two and a half hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so this is Arya one about Joff. So there's some stuff about Joff. There are. Uh, He's doing- a dick. Basically, that's what Basically. they say. John's like, uh, Arya's like, or Aya is like, Aya. we have this complex about Arya's name. Um, how do you say it? Um, so um, she's like, yeah, John said he was dumb. <laughs> she listens to John, but it's true. Because yeah. John sees things. <laughs> so everything John says is true. And Sansa's like, no. No, he's the best. Yeah. Um, so they're like doing their nice, um, what is that called? Needlework. Needle. Needlework. Because there, there was no TV, so... No TV, that's what they do, and that's what you learn to do to be a lady. Yeah. Um, they, um, they have a special guest this week. It's Marcella. <laughs> Marcella Baratheon. And Septa Morgan is freaking out. She's like, oh my god. Finally, Such a real a lady. A princess. My time has come to shine. Right. Marcella's, like, very awkward. She's, She's like, like, oh, okay. okay. I mean, I don't really... It's just, it's just needlework. Calm down. <laughs> I don't know any of you guys. Um, and then Santa's, like, gossiping with Jane Poole and, like, um... I think, like, was it Roderick Castle's, like, niece or something? Like, mm-hmm. It's one of those two. Yeah. Some sort of, like, other person in their house is I also found it interesting how Arya... She tries to do needlework, yeah, yeah. and she is upset that she's not good at yeah, it. Yeah, she's like, I really tried, <laughs> but it's really bad. <laughs> and she's like, but also Marcella's needlework's not that much better than mine. <laughs> yeah. Throwing shade. It's just like bonding over her because she's like, oh my gosh, princess. Um, anyway, they're like gossiping about Joffrey, and Arya's like trying to, because she's like an outsider. She's trying to evolve herself in the conversation. She's trying to get to be friends with everyone. And then Seth's like, just talking about Joffrey. And they're, they're all like, yeah, he loves Sansa. He told her so beautiful. And Sansa's like, yeah, he's so dreamy. We're going to be married. And um, they're basically fawning over him. And it's funny looking back on it now because you're like, oh, God, he's the worst. But, I mean, he hasn't done anything horrible yet. So she doesn't know that. Poor Sansa. Yeah. So anyway, they had they mentioned John because Arya's like, yeah, um, what did you say? Um, John says he looks like a girl, Arya said. <laughs> and... Sansa's like, what do you mean? And poor John, he just gets jealous because he's a bastard. <laughs> and I find it really interesting the completely different attitudes. I feel yeah. like because I feel like Sansa's so much of Cat's daughter, mm-hmm. and Arya's so much of like Ned's daughter, because um, she's very Stark and Sansa's very um, Tully. Tully. Um, so I feel like Cara, uh, Catelyn just completely brainwashed Sansa into thinking like John's a bastard, like he's the other. Um, yeah. Like, because Sansa doesn't hate him, but she doesn't, like, <clears throat> think of him as her real brother, either. Yeah, she's also the oldest, so she might have been closer to Caitlyn. Yeah, yeah, so. she, and she's, like, the first daughter, so. Yeah. And Arya kind of runs away from all of the stuff that Catelyn yeah. enjoys. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, so, and then, like, because her relationship with John is so sweet, Arya's, mm-hmm. uh, they're, like, the complete opposite. Like, Arya, that's the one sibling, like, she completely relates to and like has such a close bond with which is so adorable 
Um, and she, so basically, um, they have an argument about that, and Arya's like, yeah, he's our brother. Um, uh, and she yells, and that catches Septim Mordain's attention, and she's like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> and they're like, and Sansa, Sansa's smooth. She's like, oh, we're just talking about how wonderful it was to have Princess Marcella here with us today. <laughs> and real smooth, Sansa, good job. And Septim Mordain's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, Arya's there. Let's go see her needlework. And she, go, and she goes and criticizes it, and Arya gets really sad and upset, and she runs out crying. And I found that a really interesting parallel to John's chapter where he runs out crying because oh, he feels like an outsider, true. and they're both outsiders within their own family. Oh. And it's really cute. And she ends up going to John. And, oh, oh. So also... Um, and also how they named their wolves. Yeah. Pups. Okay, so let's, let's read this quote because it's the saddest thing ever. The wolf pup loved her, even if no one else did. Oh. <laughs> Arya's so sad. <laughs> and can we cry for Arya, please? <laughs> okay, so Namira's name is really cool. Um, it comes from like this uh, queen or this uh, Targaryen queen who like went across the narrow sea. Let's let's read the exact quote because it's awesome. Uh, she doesn't like a uh, lady's name either. Because yeah, their so names kind of reflect um, the children so much. Yeah. So uh, she says, "Are you named her the warrior after the warrior k- queen of Roin?" Yes, that's how you say it. Yes, I got it. <laughs> had led her uh, people across the narrow sea. That had been a great scandal too. Sansa, of course, her name is a pop lady. Oh, I liked. It reminds me. It's after this, I guess. Brand's commentary. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. good. Arya named hers after some like. Witch. Like some witch. witch. <laughs> like some dumb, like, warrior across yeah. the sea. And Recon named his Shaggy, Shaggy Dog. dog. It's like the yeah, most I stupid. love... Let's just go through the direwolf's names. Okay. <laughs> so one... Bran has yet to name his direwolf. He has no idea Goddamn Bran. And then eventually we know he names uh, him Summer. Summer. Oh, he does? Yeah. They never say that on the show. Yeah. Really? Oh, how did I know that? <laughs> I mean, I know now because I read the books, but I think I knew that before. Maybe I just looked up information about direwolves. Maybe I just forgot. Most it's possible. They probably didn't mention it for a long time. Yeah. Um, we know John's is Ghost because yes. Ghost is white and quiet. Also makes a cool name. And it's super cool. And obviously John has the most style of yeah. all of them. And uh, Rob's is Grey Wind because Rob's so cool. <laughs> and I like when Brad's like, oh yeah, I kind of wish I named mine. And Grey those Wind. Ones. <laughs> like, those are such good names. Yeah. And now I don't know what to name her. I name him. Because I can't think of good ones like those. And then Sansa names her as Lady. Because Sansa's a lady. But it's cute. Mm-hmm. And, like, and Lady's like this really like naive, just loving pup that doesn't yeah. really understand. She just wants to be loved and petted. Oh, um, it's like a lab dog in a way. Yeah, exactly. That's like being. what Lady is. Oh, I'm sad thinking about the future. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's cool that Nymer- uh, she names Nymeria after like this cool queen... For, who like took her people across the narrow sea and it's really awesome. Which is um, kind of foreshadowing because she crosses the sea, right? That is true. That is true, right? Yes, she does cross the sea. <laughs> <laughs> the narrow sea. There is some sea crossing there. <laughs> they both cross the sea. Um, so yeah, it's cool. It's like interesting who she like looks up to because she doesn't really look up to like Cat. No. Uh, she doesn't really look up to like those fairy tale stories that Sansa Old does. Man. Yeah, or like the, anything that Elnan does. Like she like picks this like one really, like, part of history, um, which is cool, because it shows that she's super smart, even though she, like, only, she kind of filters the things that she cares about, Yeah, <laughs> which is what I do, to be honest, um, so, yeah, 
um, it's really cool because Ni- I, ca- I shortened Nimiria to Nim because they shortened the Sand Snake who's also named Nimiria to Nim. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, that's her nickname. Uh, Nim and Ghost, like their relationship, because like she's like kind of hesitant and then like Ghost like nips her on like the ear yeah. and they're like really cute and like friendly after that. Yeah. And it's like kind of same thing as Jaria. 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 <laughs> oh, don't do that. <laughs> Our hand, John. <laughs> okay, get ready. And we come to Theon douche count number five. <laughs> Woo! This is the last douche count. I think the rest of them are positive Theon mm-hmm. points. Yes. Uh, where is it? She spotted Theon Greyjoy beside him, his black doublet emblazoned, <laughs> with the golden kraken of his house, a look of wry contempt on his face. <laughs> like, Theon, why do you always have to be so horrible? They're just having a good time. Like, literally, this is the point where just Bran and Tommen are, like, dueling. So it should just be fun. <laughs> but like no. two giant marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> <Just like wagging. laughs> That's what I picture. <laughs> and Tommen's, like, extra round. So he's, like, yeah. the giant marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture them, like, falling over and, like, can't get up. <laughs> and then everybody rushes to, like... <laughs> oh, Tommen. Little Tommen. Um... Uh, I mentioned just because they have to. John and Arya look alike. Uh, Everyone says Arya looks like Lyanna. So, interesting. Yeah. Their relationship is super cute. Um, we just get more of that and that'd be cute. And Arya does not want to be a lady. I thought it was interesting to compare that to other ladies that we see on this series. Because, like, mm-hmm. Arya is very much just, like, she wants a sword fight and stuff. But, like, she still... I don't know. She still, like, holds that, like... She's not, like, against the idea of being a woman. She's idea mm-hmm. against the idea that she can't do what a man can do. Yeah. Whereas, like, um, other people are kind of different. Like, Cersei's always like, I should have been a man. Like, she kind of hates women. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they'll get, like, Bran, who's kind of similar to Arya, who's, like, embraces herself as a woman, but, like, wants to sort of fight. Mm-hmm. And Asha Yara... That's what I'm calling her because she has two names because the show calls her Yara. Um, Greyjoy is kind of similar but a little bit more... Um, she doesn't really... I, I guess she's not feminine that much. I don't know. It's interesting. Because, like, these people aren't really dismissing the idea of being a woman. They're just dismissing the, like, confines of being a woman. Yeah. Same thing with Brienne. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool, Arya. So, uh, John notices. <laughs> Theme. Um, <laughs> you want to read this? The woman is important too. No, this part. What? Oh my god. <laughs> the part caps. There's a lot of caps, Brenda. Um, <laughs> arms and on sh- on circo. Yeah, Joffrey circo. A circo. John Lannis- Lannis- My brain wanted me to say sugar coat for some reason. On <laughs> Joffrey sugar coat. <laughs> arms and circo, Lannister and Baratheon equal. Which is. Interesting. Because usually the wife's house never matters. And Cersei's like, no. Nah. Nah. <laughs> My children are but oh, basically 100% Lannister, but I don't tell you that. So let's make it equal. <laughs> Your blood is not in anything, but I don't want anyone to know that. So I'm just pretend I'm super proud. And Arya is being a little feminist <laughs> and going, the woman is important too. I'm like, yes, Arya. And that reminds me of any time I talk to my brothers about anything or, like, anyone in our class. <laughs> I'm like, that's such a me line. <laughs> Basically, all the scripts we read today. Um, For real. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. I don't yeah. want to call anyone out on the podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, 
positive Theon points number one. So Joffrey's like, uh, cause um, he's like, I want to fight with real steel. And uh, Roderick Castle's like, uh, no, no, that's, that's dumb. Not... <laughs> Why would you do that? You're gonna yeah. kill each other. Or Rob's gonna kill you and we're gonna get in trouble because you can't fight. Um, <laughs> Which is most likely true. Yeah. So Joffrey's like. Joffrey moved into the sunlight in response to Roderick's summons. His hair shone like gold, uh, spun gold. He looked bored. <laughs> this is a game for children, Sir Roderick. And then Theon Greyjoy, with a sudden bark of laughter, makes the only good jest he's made because it wasn't at the expense of people we like. He goes, you are children. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, Theon. Yes. Own him. Um, Theon is so done with like, yeah. all of that. He's like, oh, God, this guy is such a douche. So, um... Now we get Maka's favorite line, which she'll read out loud. Um, let's find it in the book so we can get it in exact, um, exact context. context. I like how you described it. John spitting some truths. Yeah, that's, uh, John spit some truth number two. We <laughs> had that one in the beginning about, uh, Dan being an ass. <laughs> You're so much older. Some of the Lannister, Lannister men laughed. John looked down on the scene with a frown. Joffrey is truly a little shit. There you go. Telling it like it is. Yeah, because John notices. notices. <laughs> John sees. <laughs> Please make a note of how proud Jess is of her theme. <laughs> and also that Dyro theory is mine. <laughs> no one claim it. Um, <laughs> okay, so there. Uh, it's cool because we get to see the Joffrey being really titled and horrible, mm-hmm. and like so we see the Stark. Di- Stark difference between the two <laughs> children. Uh, Starks kind of have to like work yeah. hard to get what they want. Like how uh, Castle Roger Castle's like, oh yeah, they have to like work up to a sword of real steel. Yeah. And um, it's kind of interesting because they're all about honor and duty, which is actually the Tully um, thing. It's just saying uh, the what is the word? Words? House words? House, uh, it's like family duty honor is yeah. Tully. Um, but yeah, it's cool because they kind of are the best. Well, mostly because the Stark house words aren't house words they're like words like of a, a warning to the realm yeah <laughs> um so they that'd be different <laughs> yeah but yeah <clears throat> so it's really cool and it's interesting to see their two parallels and how they obviously grew up with very different parents and i think common marcella must have just been like raised by a wet nurse and like a set yeah and just totally yeah because robert wasn't a dad mm-hmm. and i think cersei kind of ignored them for joffrey joffrey <laughs> so that's how they turned out to be good children um, okay, so to end it, we're gonna get uh, positive Theon, Theon points, points too. So we get uh, Theon douche points. Uh, ends up being like three, because I guess we can minus two off of that. Yeah. Um. So let's see where it is. La la la. Where's Theon being a good person? Um. It's not really like a a quote oh, or anything. It's, it's more just of like a, what he did. Yeah. He prevented that shit from going down. So which we, normally you would think he'd be like, yeah. But he didn't. He didn't. He was being the bigger person. Or he just didn't want Rob to get in trouble. <laughs> so basically, Rob's, uh, Joffrey's like, Come and see me when you're older, Stark. If you're not too old, there's laughter from the Lannister man, because Joffrey's a shit. Rob curses, Rob's curses rang through the yard. Arya covered her mouth in shock. Theon Greyjoy seized Rob's arms to keep him away from the prince. And then I think, like, Theon holds on to him until they were, like, well out of the way. 
It's basically Theon prevented Rob from kicking the ass out of Joffrey. Also, I feel like the Kingsguard would have attacked uh, Rob then, or like the Hound would have done, and that wouldn't have been good. So, yeah. good job, Theon. Anyway, that was a nice way to end the chapter. I don't really... And then we end with a nice line of, it was worse than John had thought. It wasn't Septim Ordain waiting in her room. It was Septim Ordain and her mother. So we leave you on that cliffhanger. <laughs> but it's great. Um, it's great. Hope you enjoyed, Brenda. Yeah, so the, that's like... Almost the three hours. The three hours that we recorded. Um, <laughs> so that was our chapters. Uh, is there anything else that jumped out at you? Did you like have points to make that we didn't make? Um... I think it was a very thorough rethrow. <laughs> we literally left no what stone unturned. Okay, hold on. I have to remind myself about that direwolf theory to post on Reddit. <laughs> direwolf theory. That's my RMR tile thing. Anyway, um, ignore those uh, ten seconds of giggling. <laughs> yeah. So, um, do you have a favorite moment or a favorite chapter? That we read so far. I think my favorite chapter would have to be Arya's chapter. It was a good chapter. It was, it was, funny. It was a good chapter, and um, I think there's a lot of good moments, but that, so far, that's. Is your favorite line? He's this little shit. Little shit. It's mostly because of that. <laughs> yeah, I think my favorite chapter. Um, Arya chapter was a good chapter. Oh, I did like that in a chapter, mostly because I got so much out of it. Oh, uh, that's true. Um, so I guess it, uh, the John chapter's pretty good, too. They're all good. Yeah, and Tyrion's, well, I think Tyrion, Tyrion. Tyrion wins in terms of his, uh, backflips. Yeah. That's I mean, the best part. Tyrion and Bran could do some serious parkour. <laughs> until. <laughs> until, you know. <laughs> Something happens. That happens. Well, Tyrion could always, like, strap Bran on his back, like, a I feel like Bran's Yoda. legs are longer <laughs> than Tyrion's body. That would find a way. <laughs> Okay, so, um, hold on, let's go to Tower of the Hand, just so we can get a, an idea of what we're supposed to read for next week. Especially for all you people that are listening, that want to read along. <laughs> we're laughing because there's definitely no one. <laughs> um, so for Brenda. <laughs> so we should read Brand 2. You've read, like, all of these already. Brand 2, two. Tyrion two, 1, John 2, two, and let's just, let's end on Danny's Wedding. Okay. Let's end on the not rape. Look, we have sex. <laughs> not rape. Okay, so let's end on Danny too. When do we get... It's so far away. I want you to read this chapter so badly. Um, are you up to like here? Yeah. So should we just extend it to Eddard too? Or should we too. cut it down because my talking is... Well, no. How many chapters? One, two, three, four, five. How many did we read before? Eight. No, so we're fine. So we're fine. Yeah. Five. So let's do it to at our. So we're going from brand two, two when the event happens. Uh, exciting. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Easy some six. Um. I love how the student centers always figure it out because we uh, <laughs> were so annoying. Work um, at a rounder was two weirdos in the back talking about kids. And talking to like a <laughs> like an invisible audience. It just dawned on me how weird we may Because we're not really having a conversation. We're having a conversation with each other, but talking to people. <laughs> That's true. And we keep mentioning Brenda. <laughs> okay, Brenda. So, to wrap this up so we seem less crazy, or just so we just get out of here. <laughs> um, Brand 2 to Eddard 2. Okay, that's it. That, that, that's the chapter. That makes sense, yeah. 
and then we'll go on from there. We're trying to do big chunks. I'll try and be less intense. But we had like this was the start of the book, so like you had to we had to really dive down in there, and we had to cover the chapters that we already read because mm-hmm. um, we changed we. <laughs> we uh we didn't really talk about them. We were supposed no. to be doing stuff in class. Yeah. So yeah, that was awesome. If anyone's listening besides Brenda, thank you. Thanks. I don't Thanks know, for sticking around. Don't know how. Uh, maybe I did cut this down to a normal time stamp. Probably because right now it, we're looking at three hour, three hours and eight minutes. <laughs> But yeah, um, so thanks for joining us. We're going to continue doing this, and we're also going to do some show watching. So I think what we should do is maybe, like, watch the show together and, yeah. like, watch it live and record our reactions. We should do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you heard that decision being made. Um, um, maybe we can do it, like, Monday. Monday. After class. Yes. Because we have an hour, and the show is an hour. Yeah. If we well, finish early. Yeah. Which yeah. we... I'm sure oh, we will. Well, well. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll do it Monday. Wait for um, Monday. A new episode on Monday. We don't even have a title for this. But yeah. It's happening. Yes, it will happen. I'll decide when at home. Okay. Thanks for listening, if anyone is. Uh thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. We miss you. We miss you, Brenda. We'll see you Monday. I'll send you all this shit. <laughs> um and I'll post my my in depth notes online. We're not crazy, we swear. We share. We swear. swear. I mean <laughs> swear, swear. I swear, my oath to the night's watch. No, just kidding. They wouldn't accept me. I'm a lady. Um, okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, see, it was only two minutes and 57 seconds. Oh, two, two hours and 57 minutes. I mean, it wasn't three hours yet. Okay.